The Tony Gebhard Show. Music, motivation, and positively obnoxious. Music, motivation, and positively obnoxious indeed. This is Tony Gephardt, and welcome to the Tony Gephardt Show, a platform to provide inspirational stories and motivation from individuals within the disabled community. Season one is all about the blind, and we're focusing on spotlighting individuals such as Scott McIntyre, who you will be able to hear in just a little bit. It's so amazing just to have him on the show. He's a personal friend, such an honor um, to work alongside him and it's so many different things. I mean, we talk we talk quite a bit about just his story, what he's been able to accomplish. American Idol Scott McIntyre. Be sure to check out scottmcintyre.com. Listen to his new rap collaboration, Believe Again, which is now available on Spotify. Spotify is his platform of choice that he puts a lot of his energy in, so please catch that. In addition to that, Enduring Hope, the TV special and podcast that he does with his wife, Christina. And they have been married over 10 years now. Yes, 10 years. They celebrated their 10-year anniversary in 2021. Huge, huge celebration there. And I want to thank everyone who has been tuning in as of late and giving some of the podcast some love and finding refuge in some of these stories and messages. It makes me feel really grateful, very, very much so, that it you know this, this can serve that purpose for you. If you like what you're hearing, please leave a review and a rating on Apple and Spotify and share it with your friends if you feel as though that season one of the show and the show in general will be able to give you that kind of solace. Let's hear a quick ad and we're going to get right to the podcast. Are you tired of the same old music on your commute? Want to be informed and entertained at the same time? Introducing Anchor, the easiest way to create and distribute your own podcast. With Anchor, you can record and edit your audio straight from your phone and share it with the world in just a few taps. And with Anchor's built-in tools, you can add music and sound effects, collaborate with friends and co-hosts, and even monetize your podcast with sponsored messages. Whether you're a seasoned pro or a first-time podcaster, Anchor makes it easy to share your voice and stories with the world. Download Anchor now and start podcasting today. Hey, this is Tony Gephardt with the TG Show, episode number seven, and I'm here with a good friend and mentor of mine, American Idol Scott McIntyre. How are you, my friend? I'm doing well. Thanks for the kind words, Tony. It's it's a true blessing to be here with you. I'm excited. Likewise. And and it, it feels just like yesterday. I was leaving the uh, Phoenix airport <laughs> from the song site retreat and, you know, just know. so many good memories. And, uh, you know, as, as a kid, I, I can remember seeing you on American Idol. I must have been 12, 11 or 12 years old at the time. Yeah. And I was like, this guy, you know, he's He's got charisma like all throughout his body. No, he doesn't have an arrogant bone to be seen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So that's a new I, I got to remember charisma is now the antithesis of, of pride or something. Like <laughs> it's true. But, you know, I'm just looking at your your bio and, you know, getting to know you personally. You have a story, my friend, not just of successes, but you've got a couple of tribulations in there. And, yeah, you know, yeah. um, I know there's a lot of people who benefit really from the aspect of empathy, especially through faith and, you know, just the living proof of, of God's work and his miracles. And, um, you know, with that, without saying too much, cause you know, I'm, I'm a talker, <laughs> I want to, you know, give you a floor, uh, to kind of just give us an overview of, 
you know, what, what was it like going into American Idol? I mean, because that was really the beginning, wasn't it? You know, of a lot it, of this. It was, yeah. You know, I I always had a, a passion for music from a very early age. And I dreamed about what it would be like to tour in, in arenas someday and do, you know, um, make music that that people would listen to, you know, more than more than my friends or, you know, whatever you have, your family. Um, and uh, I didn't know how that would, <laughs> that would happen, but I couldn't deny that I, I just had this deep seated belief um that that it was possible and i think that's you know when you think about reaching for your dreams and and what god places on our hearts you know first we do have to do have to filter that through you know is, is this something that's that's glorifying to god right but he right. he does uh give each of us unique talents and skills and things and those those are not meant to just be kept for ourselves they're meant to be shared and so i always wanted to do that i never knew american idol would be the vehicle uh that that made that happen but you know people started uh asking me about it and saying oh if you do it we'll vote for you and yeah. and yeah. Uh, so i Absolutely. i did and um you know in case anyone's wondering they do listen to everyone um it's a little bit different nowadays but back then it was this huge cattle call type audition you know and yeah. just this uh tens of thousands of people would audition but they would listen to everyone um and uh this is a, a kind of a funny story i auditioned in san francisco first and got turned down but then uh a couple months later they were coming to to scottsdale or phoenix and i auditioned again and they said yes and they said hey. yes again and yes again and so just a little testament there were you, you know, to, were you really nervous around that time? Were you just thinking there's no way I'm going to go to Hollywood? Well, I, I didn't think there's no way I was going to go to Hollywood. I, I was pretty, <laughs> I believed in myself, man. And that's uh, good. Amen but, to that. Yeah. But, um, you know, yes, I was nervous. I don't think I was ever completely comfortable on, on American Idol, especially like, when I got to the the later rounds, like it, it's just, you know, when I did the the American Idol tour, which the the top 10 get to do or they got to do back in the day. I don't know if they're still doing the tour, but, um, you know, that was kind of the goal. And, and that ended up being the most fun part because there were no more judges, you know, as, right. as great as they are. Um, there there was no more, you know, kind of you get to sing for 30 seconds and then you're done. It, it felt like on the show, you know, by the time you get into the song, it's over and it's such a short window. It's live TV. So, I mean, there was one time, man, where uh, I was at the piano, you know, getting ready for them to come back from commercial break and my monitor was not working. Oh no. And we were, they, they were already <laughs> counting down like from 10 until they came back and I couldn't see anything that was that was happening, but apparently I learned later that like a swarm of tech people, like 15 people all swooped out and they each went to a different spot on the piano. They already had had rehearsed this and they every every pair of them checked a different wow. set of wires and the thing wow. and they got it working by the goon like, squad, man. One, <laughs> zero. And you know, then it was working and like so it was just never like, you know, I think the whole one of the one of the secret uh, tests of American Idol is: Can you do this under 
under you know unideal circumstances under pressure yeah under pressure <laughs> while you're sick you know i think yeah. we all got the that was the h1n1 thing back then oh yeah so, yeah you know oh, there, yeah. there was a flu. week where everyone was sick and it's just like if you can <laughs> do it here then we know you can do it out there so let's 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 make it a little bit hard and <laughs> see what happens so you met you mentioned you know with the tour being a little bit more laid back and, and and not as strenuous, you know, it, it sounds like there was more camaraderie. Like you could get to know everyone and and be be more of yourself without the pressure of you know live television. Absolutely, um, and that's also you'll you'll realize like the place where we got to meet the people that had voted for us and that had made this possible right so oh absolutely no, so no longer was it you know just trying to connect with people who you know are out there but you're you know it's through a television camera and a and a television sure um, but but you're actually able to hear uh for me that was big being able to hear the people that were supporting you and be able to shake their hand and meet them and um and make music together and that's i think that's what everyone was was aiming for. So when, when we made that top 10 cutoff, that, that was a big deal for me just because I knew that from that point, it was just, you know, whatever happened was just icing on the cake because I was going to sure. get to, I was going to get to go out and do uh, what I came for. Sure. Who was it that won that year? Was that David Cook? No, he was the year before and, uh, but close. That was the David, David year, the year before. And I was, I was watching that yeah. I was up in Canada at the time uh, on a on a trip um, on a little mini tour, and uh, yeah, watched that finale. <laughs> and then, sure enough, next year I was I was on it. But my season, it was Chris Allen. Oh, okay, yeah, that's so, that's so, so funny. So, so like a side story. I remember when Ryan Sequest was like the winner of American Idol 2008 series is or, or whatever year it was, and all yeah. he said was David, and everyone was like, ah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's so funny. I I remember oh. that being a big media story. Like oh, everyone said, they should have set their DVRs to. You know that is <laughs> that's probably the reason that DVRs automatically go for two extra minutes now. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, it's just so cool, man. And I mean, and and you know, now we're in 2023, and this was what 14 years ago, and you know, yeah. just the amount of. Um, you know, success, but also the 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 good work that you've been able to accomplish and establish, especially with your foundation that you started with your wife, who you've been married now for over 10 years. Congratulations. Thank you. It is so fun. And I'll, I'll tell you, Tony, like we're one of those rare, I think it's rare from what I hear, couples that like to work together. So, <laughs> um, you know, we we do a lot of outreach in schools and uh, with refugees overseas, different things that we we get to do now. You know, music used to be very artful for me. I wanted to be like the next John Mayer or something, you know, <laughs> or Billy <laughs> and, Joel. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. And then, um, and I got to live a lot of those those dreams, like I was talking about. But over the years, uh, music has moved from being artful to being first and foremost very purposeful for me. Sure, and. Uh, it's still artful, but now I I rarely write a song unless I know, unless I have a clear vision for how is this going to help people or how could this uh, give someone hope? And so it's just, 
uh, I, I've a lot of people still make art for art's sake. And that's really cool because, you know, even God is God is creative. That's why we're creative. We're created in God's image. Oh, yeah. The, the creativity is a part of that. And so just art for art's sake is totally valid. Um, but now I, I see that it just has a way of reaching sometimes where words alone cannot. And so I love to I love to employ that artistic, you know, uh, those artistic means in order to help people. It's, sure. it's really fun. Well, and it's a selflessness, you know, uh, approach to writing and recording music. You know, I'm very similar in that regard where, um, you know, with with the first album that I put out, you know, of course, and being 19 years old, my thought was, you know, this is my this is my real like attempt to like go out there, maybe share it with a label, get some reviews. Um, you know, it, it feels like it was more me centered. And, you know, as time went on, you know, we I think we really begin to see the weight and and uh, importance that art has. So it becomes more enveloped into being, how can I share this with somebody else? You know, uh, yeah. writing songs about mental health or faith or uh, mm -hmm. circumstances. And, you know, we realize just how universally impactful that is for multiple cultures in multiple different situations with people. And I mean, mm -hmm. you're doing that. Yeah, well said. Mm -hmm. And you you are as well. And that's what I love about the fact that we've connected. It's it's like, you know, music is uh it goes where words alone cannot go. There you go. And and then secondly, I've noticed that, you know, being blind, <clears throat> um I, you know, there's some things I, I don't see in my audiences. I, I don't um I don't see their skin color. I don't know what they're wearing. I, I don't really get those uh those cues right off the bat i just hear their heart first and foremost and i think that's disarming for a lot of people i love that yeah um and so it allows me and it allows you to to go uh places where not everyone can go kind of to speak to the heart in a in a very um direct way and i love sure that. well and I, i'm glad you brought up your blindness you know that's something that we can connect on and many of the listeners listeners of the podcast can and, you know, uh, just encapsulating the idea that, you know, seeing their hearts, I, I love that phrase. And, you know, it's, it's, you know, the, the, the cadence in the room when you play, or it's the emotions that can be expressed afterwards when a piece is complete, whether it's, you know, in a recording session or if it's in a performance, because you just, you feel it, you know, it. it's unspoken at the time. It doesn't have to be articulated by words in, in so many ways. And that, you know, that's the power that melody has over, I think, the human spirit. Mm, that's that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. I love well, that. And yep. speaking of music, you know, let's talk about this: the Songsite Mentoring Music Retreat. Yeah, we had we had our first one last year. We did the yep. first inaugural inaugural. I can't say that word. Like inaugural song inaugural. music mentoring retreat. Yeah. <laughs> it's it a was, long title. <laughs> I know. I what love a, it though. What, what a blessing, man, just to have you there. I mean, you really um you really blew all of us away. I think just um just your your talent, your humility, your spirit, your vulnerability. Um, and it was um, just for me to you, like it was a joy to come alongside you and and start something that um, that we can continue for years to come. And just, oh, yeah, uh, you know, to be in your life, to make music with you, to hear what's on your heart. 
and your music and just uh journey with you in that it was it was really fun and um i think you know i <clears throat> i heard from nearly everyone um i think including you you said you, you'd love to come back again oh and, yeah that's and, that's a for sure and i wasn't expecting that you know i because you think of doing something like this uh and you imagine a different a different crew every year because obviously you want you want more people to uh have the same experience and to be able to walk in that too but i would i would love that i would love everyone to come back and um we haven't chosen the the committee hasn't set the date for uh the next one yet but i i, I have a feeling it's going to be this fall or at the latest spring 2024 and sure i was going to say if anyone is listening who's who's musically inclined and is visually impaired or or blind somewhere on that spectrum uh love to talk to you about it it's songsiteretreat.com and it was a blessing to have you there tony i mean i just think of all the the songwriting the the singing just sharing with each oh other oh my goodness um, non-stop recording, yeah recording at the end and just like um i think the relationship part of it was really cool just how that um even allowed you know us to to connect and just open up and share things and music music does that you know music really does do that you know and it i recall you know uh you know just bre- breaking down in tears and being uh put in this vulnerable p- position and you know many who do know me i'm i'm very open and put my heart on my sleeve but i don't generally go that quick to my vulnerability unless you know there's just this this overwhelming welcomeness mm. uh you know that that can can be there because you know for a lot of people it's hard and um with the power of music i mean I, just to just to be brief about it because i feel like i we could do a whole episode just on the on the retreat itself <laughs> yeah like yeah, yeah. this the the amount of uh, synchronicity and love put into this, it showed to every element and aspect of that program because everyone from ages, what, 17, 18 and upwards into their 60s was present and there was no judgment. There was absolutely no discouragement from exploring one's musicality. And <clears throat> You know, the the outcome was a lifetime amount of memories in just one weekend and Mm. uh, a beautiful song that came out of it, which, you know, I've listened to probably a couple hundred times. Yeah, me too. (laughs) You know, (laughs) as a good reminder, you know, and that that right there, that's our time capsule for for these kinds of things. And just to echo what you said, you know, any musicians that are uh, listening to this, who are blind and low vision from across the entirety of 50 States and who knows where this will go later down the, later down the line, you know um, you know, if, if you want to get involved with this program, Scott is just such an open and active listener and, and would be more than happy to mentor you and get you involved in whichever way can be possible. Uh, even with sponsorships, and 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 you know so where there's a will there's a way Mm, thanks tony that's it's really cool to hear you say that i've just you know it was amazing to see um so many people volunteer and so many you know you touched on it so many people give so that uh so that you guys could all be there and it's just um it's really cool the the song that you're referring to we should say too is let the light in yes let the light in it's on youtube like you can search song site let the light in um but it's uh 
I think that title even really encapsulates the spirit of what we were going for. It's like, you know, we're all blind to various degrees. So it's, it's a cool metaphor there, but it goes sure. beyond like I, I've heard sighted people hear the song and it's, it's set to footage of the retreat so they can see what, what we were doing uh, little snapshots of it. And people have been in tears uh, watching it because there's so much joy on your guys' faces from, from this group who, you know, some would look at us and and say, Oh, they, they don't have much, they're blind. And yet there was so much joy. There was so much uh, enthusiasm. There was so much willingness to step out of, uh, of the comfort zone a little bit and sure. realize that like you too, and ev- every single person at the retreat, you can be agents of change in your community. You can use music to, to give other people this same joy, this same hope. Um, and it was just really cool to, you're, you're exactly right. It's a time capsule. It's a, it's a really just momentary snapshot of what we were able to, to share that weekend. Oh my goodness. And, and, you know, you said it so well, and it's just so wild how much we were able to fit in three days. I know, time, I know you know what i mean like <laughs> you have a, yeah it's like when you have a survey like would you come for four days would right you know? <laughs> so this it's like this is you know we don't know how how well this is gonna go <laughs> yeah it was a lot to pack in but it was really uh just just immersed us all in yeah the world of music and experimenting with new instruments writing songs singing for each other recording um it, it was really, it was really cool, and I'm so excited for the next one. By the way, if, I know. If I'm anyone wants you. to, if anyone wants to to check into that, um, there's a little place on songsiteretreat.com where you can uh, just email us, and we'll let you know when the next one is scheduled. And I'm pretty sure we'll be announcing it soon in the next next few months. Soon, yes, very very soon. soon. Famous last words, right? <laughs> yeah, very soon. Very soon. <laughs> <laughs> Huge thanks to uh, Brian and Christy, uh, Dave, uh, Kurt, and just everyone. Uh, just to say a few names who really uh, just extended so much of their time and resources to make that a uh, possible weekend. So it was it was really cool, especially yeah, just having like um yeah, so much hospitality from those guys and. What I love about Dave, so Dave Bechtel was the uh, producer, one of the producers that was involved in the retreat, and he was very heavily involved in a number of ways, but he uh, uh, engineered Let the Light In and mixed it and uh, produced it and all, all that. Um, I got to touch a lot of parts of it as well, but he's a, he's an amazing guy from, uh, from Nashville. He's produced many, many records. But what I love about Dave is he, he's about people. And so him and you mentioned Kurt Heineke, who's done a lot of film and TV and all that. These guys, they really love people. And so, you know, everyone that that I, I tried to get at the retreat, um, number one was, you know, was was a great mentor musically, but also just really loved relationship and being with people. And, and that's, absolutely that's really where the magic happens, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's quality over quantity and it's putting people above money. Yeah, there you yeah, go. One hundred percent. Well, we could sit here and talk about this all day. I feel like <laughs> there's a few things that I, I do really, really want to get to um, with your story and uh, you know what's what's really going on right now and um, enduring hope. Your podcast and the TV series. Uh, let's yeah. talk a little bit about that. 
Yeah, you know, um, we have this this TV special, and it's uh, it's just continuing to go. It's called Enduring Hope. It's actually called Christina and Scott McIntyre Enduring Hope. Um, our producer said Christina's name should go first because it sounds expensive. And, uh, <laughs> it's good. So, it's good. Good branding. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And that's my wife, Christina. Um, love her so much. And uh, it's this TV special is uh, is really about our journey um, through through hardship and finding hope in the midst of that. And there's a ton of music on the TV special. There's, um, you know, we share the story, we share scripture, we we uh, we kind of walk people through our journey of suffering personally and how we've uh, how we've come out of that and come through that. And I would add how we've learned to be content in that, because, you know, Tony, some suffering doesn't uh, doesn't go away in this lifetime. And so, sure, you know, I, I like to use the phrase redefining suffering. If you can if you can somehow, um, you know, redefine that as not not a not always just a bad thing, but something to be endured and uh lived in well you know <laughs> sure absolutely um then it really changes a lot like i used to want to i used to want to avoid suffering so i'd run the op- opposite direction and then uh you grow up a little bit and you want to get past the suffering and you just you know if i can just get past this or get past that hard time i know there's a brighter day on the other side and sure sometimes that's true but then in the third phase you know i'm really learning i'm trying to learn to be content in the suffering while it's while it's not passed yet because you know it's I, i've been through a couple kidney transplants and um we share that in the tv special as well but uh because it's just it's incredible how some people have just selfless selflessly stepped in and, and given me the gift of life but uh that's that's something you don't always get in life you don't always get the transplant quote unquote or the healed relationship or the easy solution to the problem. Uh, mm-hmm. You don't always get your sight restored, you know, <laughs> being right, absolutely. on this side <laughs> of eternity. And so, uh, but if you can learn to live well and live contentedly, then the world just, just opens up to you because you're not focused on uh, poor me anymore. You're focused on like, man, this is an opportunity Uh to be a light for the world because sure. people, people kind of watch you. You might, you might've experienced this people, people listen to you when you're going through something. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> people do care. People do, you know, want to listen and do the best that they can to, to hear that out. And uh, you know, just am- amazing, uh, very well put uh, you know, there was a quote um, that I read. It says, if we resist change, we r- resist growth. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think change is a part of that suffering because as we suffer, it's almost like a level up, you know, you're yeah. in a video game. The only way you can level up is by going through the boss or like the next step, you know, so yeah, you exactly. Have, you know, so you, so you have to, <laughs> in a lot of ways, we, we have to face that fear and some may seem, see this as, you know, somewhat cliche, but I think it's a, uh, a very, very true uh, statement to you say you know what doesn't kill you only makes you stronger and the boss is a good example because you're going to get hit with fire and lightning and acid rain and just, you know. <laughs> but, 
Did you? You must have played video games a lot as a kid. Yeah, we we can. Do you play video games now? I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good for you, man. I I I don't have the time anymore, but I I I used and I'm not sure how good I'd be anymore. But yeah, I used to do it, and people hear that. Maybe it's a conversation for another time. How does yeah. a blind guy play video games? But uh, <laughs> we we just find a way. <laughs> we, just, we just find a way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but that's just so special. And um, you know, tell us where where can we find enduring hope if somebody wants to watch it right now well if you listen to podcasts you can get linked up with the the weekly podcast it's really short by the way it's five minutes a week so it's little nuggets of encouragement that i hope are very digestible and there's a link to the tv special in that so um anywhere you listen to podcasts you can go to you know apple uh spotify google whatever and in the description um you can bring up the whole tv special um and tons more music there and everything but um yeah and if you want to walk with us week by week we're just trying to talk about you know talk about fear talk about anxiety talk about uh uncertainty about the future you know we talk about uh things like why did why did jesus have to die like you know that's a big question that comes up especially from uh, some people who are struggling with their faith these days and, you know, sure. just all, all those, all those questions. And we try to frame it in the, uh, in the framework of a hope that endures all things, you know, um, you touched on this a minute ago when you said uh, that, that change produces growth. Did I get that right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that's, that's even biblical. I mean, you know, the Bible says this, this light momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory. So, and I won't go too far into that, but suffice it to say, God has some plan by which he, he's going to use the pain. If you, if you trust him, he's going to use the pain you're going through. He's going to use the suffering he allows to come into your life to actually prepare your reward to prepare uh, an eternal weight of glory, the Bible Absolutely. says. And so, so at the very least, that suffering for those who who trust Christ through it is it, it it's it's part of you being able to appreciate all He has in store for you. But it actually says it's preparing what He has in store for you. So it's it's like we wouldn't be able to enter in to the good stuff without enduring some of the bad stuff. And it's wow. a very, very weird thing to think about. But um, I knew a pastor one time who said he doubts if you even grow at all, apart from suffering. And that's probably a little controversial, because you can, <laughs> you know, you can learn a lot when you're not suffering. Actually, it's a pretty good, yeah. good life when you're oh, not yeah. suffering big time, you know, but when you suffer, that's when you find out who you really are. And it's also where you have to where you have to stretch a little bit, you know, yeah, and it, that reminds me of uh, so you know who Lecrae is, right? Yeah, 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 amazing, amazing musician. You know, he's got a lyric in uh, a song he did with Tori Kelly, um, and it, and it says, "I'm trying to get better, not bitter, and I'm learning to switch mm. those letters." And yeah. I, I think that that I think is like oh, I get emotional thinking about it, you know, and it's the it's the real real so real aspect of why we have to endure pain is because it makes us better but if we resist that pain we get bitter not better 
because we're, you know, we're in a lot of ways, um, you know, we resist God's plan, but we're also just resisting uh, growth because I, I don't know, this is kind of my thing. You know, sometimes I look at things in both ways. I look at it from God's point of view and then science, because science was created by God to help us understand the world. Yeah, that's right. And in, in science, uh, you know, I won't go too deep into this, uh, but you know, things naturally change. The law of matter says, you know, things are nor created or destroyed. So what does that mean? That means things, they, they evolve or they, they cycle through and pain is a part of that cycle. And if we resist it, we're resisting ourselves, mm. you know, and it's just an idea. That's, that's deep, man. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's pain. Pain is inevitable. You can't, you can't live very long. You don't even have to read the Bible to know that life is painful, right? It is. Um, and there, you know, no one, no one wants that. No one desires that. I, I wouldn't wish what I've been through on anyone, but sometimes I wonder if we're running from pain, are we running from Jesus? Right. Are we running from some senses because he, he calls us to follow him and, it's easy to follow him into the good stuff or to, to want to, you know, heaven and glory and um, even blessings here on earth that we can have now. Um, But do we want to follow him into pain, into suffering, into, um, into what he bore on our behalf, you know? Um, And he did that. It's like, you know, some people, um, find it hard to to kind of wrap their their mind around god's love but you know it's not like he it's not like he just you know made a way to heaven and said okay you gotta you gotta grab it now he came down in flesh and and suffered as we suffer there's nothing you experienced if you're listening that that jesus doesn't understand that god doesn't understand because he came here he didn't have to be baptized. He was perfect. He he honored his father in every way uh, on our behalf because we can't. But but he he was baptized. He went through every step of of the obedient life on our behalf. You know, we talk about Jesus dying for our sins a lot, but he also lived for us. He didn't just die for us. This is something I I never really got growing up. But every act of obedience, even even. Some people say the the faith that Jesus placed in his father uh, is is the faith we should have. And he gives that to us. You know, even when we fall short in our faith, even when we ask questions, like it's not bad to ask questions, but even when we doubt, the, the disciples doubted, you know, they, sure. they had moments of, of struggle, but God's grace is big enough to cover all of that. If we can, if we can trust, if, if we can even be willing to be willing to be changed. Yeah. Willing to be willing to be changed. Yeah. You, even <laughs> if you, you can just take that first step and turn away from our own ways and toward God's ways and his plan and, and trust him. He's going to, he's going to walk you through it. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's such a, such a loving God. And, and, and I mean, with, with coming down, right. You know, and this is something that always keeps me close to the faith uh, is just knowing, okay, God, um, you know what this feels like. And you took the sacrifice. You put yourself in this position to understand 
right? To have the humility and the empathy to understand what this feels like, which I think, you know, makes it so much more, I, I'm not going to say the word easier because it's not about being easy, but it makes it feasible, uh, I think, for for me as a believer and I think for many others to um, to stay close, you know, or mm. to to be willing to listen, you know, because commonly, you know, when somebody says something, it's like and they don't know what they're going through. It's like, well, why would we want to listen to that person? Mm. You know, um, right. but I yeah. think for, you know, for God, it's it's that sacrifice. It's the pain. It's the misery and the the that the resurrection that says it. You mm. know? Well, you know, in Hebrews, we we read that we we do not have a high priest that is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses. Jesus has been tempted in every way that you are, Tony, and that I am. He's he's been betrayed by friends. He's I mean, all the physical pain aside, um, he's born it all. He's dealt with every kind of every kind of rejection, every kind of temptation. Um, so there's it, it really takes away any any excuse of saying you know like <laughs> god doesn't un- god doesn't understand me i mean he <laughs> created you number one so he he understands you yeah <laughs> but it's but it's that sympathy it's that um it's it's really for us knowing that you know god entered in to our our suffering and then made a way out of our suffering for us from that position he didn't reach down and like pull us up to him he came down got under us and lifted us up to where we need to be. You know, it, it's, it's a different um, type of thing. And you're right. It's much more relational. I mean, that's, it's amazing to think about. I, I have a new song out called believe again. I was just about to ask you about it. Hey, yeah. You mentioned, you, you mentioned Lecrae. I, I didn't get Lecrae, but it's my first, uh, I got a great rapper. Um, and it's the first rap feature I've ever had in a song. So it's on it's on spotify scott mcintyre it's you know everywhere else music is streaming but um it's a cool one to listen to uh because it deals with this this idea that like it you know it really boils down to do you trust god or do you not um right you're gonna lean into into what he's offering or away from it i mean you can you can do your your research and figure out what what you believe but um it it's it it makes me sad when people dismiss the bible just because it's old there are a lot of books sure. that are old because we're we're 2000 years into you know into ad here but um you got to really you got to really look at the history and the plausibility of it because if what jesus is saying is true then there's a lot of weight to that and we need to respond to that and um there's just been a lot of people who have um who have walked away from their faith in recent days because they haven't taken the time to just, you know, just kind of wrestle with these, these questions. And so the song believe again, it it came from a very honest place. Um, You know, my friend, uh, Mr. S the catechist, who's, who does the the rap, he was, um, he was going through some real questioning with this as well. And so he was really able to write um, those verses from, a place of personal experience and he he trusts in jesus but in the first verse you'll you'll hear we we tried to like get a lot of the uh some of the meat of what 
what we've seen other people wrestling with in there, but um, he had his own struggle through that. And then it was several months later after he had kind of worked through some of that stuff, he came back and, and did verse two and it's almost like he was speaking to himself, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. It's, it's, it's a really cool progression and it's just, it's just a very honest song and I hope it's um, I hope it's helpful for people in some way. Uh, and, and it's just amazing. I mean, you know, congrats on the new collaboration as well. And, Thanks, uh, you know, just trying new genres, trying new music and stepping into a uh, stepping into, you know, a different environment because every genre, you know, it has its stigmas or it might have its taboos or it has its, you know, just different feelings. You know, for me, it's metal, right? You know, I've always been yeah. a metal guy. And, you know, yeah. when people think of that, it's 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 dark or angry, this or this or that, you know, and uh, rap has its own as well. So, you know, I'm sure, you know, coming into a, a different collaboration, you know, just to be able to shed that, that, that um, emotion and, and that faith in God, you know, I mean, it helps kind of rewrite the narrative a little bit and, you know, can help people come closer regardless of, oh, this is this kind of music. I don't want to listen to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it takes, I, I, it I takes hope so. Away. I, you know, yeah, right. If anyone can bridge the gap from, rap to like you know i used to be a classical pianist so yeah <laughs> i i i hope that maybe i can bring those worlds together a little bit but i i really i really like how um this turned out it, it was really fun to produce and it's not you know the rap um that uh on the track it is very it's very intentional it's very musical it has a really nice flow to it like um Mr. S. The Catechist, yeah, as a really like, just uh, he he loves old school. We go way back, so we've been friends for a long time. But he he loves that old school stuff. So you'll hear a little bit of that creeping in. Um, but I think that helps to to kind of keep it very organic. Some of the rap I hear nowadays um, is it, it's a little too like it's a little just too static and uh, on the grid. Sure. And um, I tried to keep this a little bit off off the grid and um, as far as the timing of it. So it ebbs and flows and it, it's just I like that. Yeah. You know, and honestly, there's, um, you know, rap has a certain angst to it that I think captures this because, you know, th this is a this is a hard thing. Some people um, who grew up in the church and they just did it because their family was doing it. I mean, it, it's hard for them to number one, admit that they have some questions because people are watching them. Right. Right. Um, but number two, it's, it's a very real thing. And I think, um, you have to, you have to come to a point where your, your faith is, is your own and it's real. It's not just because, you know, someone told you about it growing up, but the, the benefit is for those who put in the work, who those, uh, for those who stick with it, for those who really want to seek God, I mean, you know, Tony, he's he's left an abundance of evidence uh, that the Bible is reliable, that the Bible is true, that that he loves us. Um, Absolutely. And and it can be hard being 2000 years removed from the time of Christ. But remember that, like, even those that saw him resurrected, I mean, they doubted, too. So it's it's not like, you know, if we if we could have just been there with him, we would have believed and we would all be, you know, they had their own struggles um and in some cases like all the work that's been done over the last 2000 years just gives us more 
confidence that you know absolutely there's there's nothing that's ever debunked this in fact the more archaeology they keep doing you know it keeps just backing up uh the bible so it's it's a good place it's a safe place to be but i would just add that jesus is a safe place for your questions like it's it's not wrong to come to him with our questions and to uh you know to have that discussion um just trusting that he'll you know he'll meet us there and he's big enough uh to carry us through that wow just i mean amazing and you know as we kind of come to a close here with the podcast today um i want to first thank everyone for subscribing and uh getting just getting the word out for the show and this is it this is why we do the show this is why we have this and um american idol scott mcintyre music is everywhere apple spotify please check out the tv special enduring hope and of course everything can be accessed on scott's website scottmcintyre.com and um you know i i feel like we could talk for hours just based on all of this and um i i want to thank you again for your time your friendship and and your mentorship for not only me but for many others who um almost feel as though they're they are voiceless you know because god can in, can bring us the ability to uh, you know almost as a um, a vessel you know to be uh help people guide them towards faith or guide them towards a better life you know, to encourage them to let the light in. There you go. Yeah. Amen. You know? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. And, you know, let the light in. I think we maybe we mentioned it earlier, but let the light in the group song from Song Sight. You can search. I think you just search YouTube for Song Sight. Let the light in. Yeah. And that that can be an encouragement. I mean, you sound amazing on that track. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, it was an honor to be next to you on the verse. <laughs> well, yeah, it was, it was so fun to work with your your voice and everyone's voice. Um, I felt like I was, you know, I was working on like one of those American Idol group songs, except I think this is a lot better. We put a lot more time into this one. Um, but yes. yeah, but it's, you know, if you're listening, let the light in this year, 2023, man, it's, you know, the song has certain application for us as, as individuals who are blind, but it, I, I've heard that people who have, um, watched the video cited and seen that and heard our voices at the same time, just, have been in tears over it and um it's going beyond the blind community it's something that really i think um just captures the heart yes. of what we were doing and and brings a lot of joy to people so amen uh, to that well before yeah. we go scott um you know do you have an album i mean is there is there anything kind of in the in the background that's super top secret that you can give us a snippet <laughs> of you know <laughs> just uh just follow on spotify i'm putting a lot of time into spotify these days so if anyone has uh spotify if you like to listen to music there i'm always uh putting up new playlists now got a lot of music coming out every couple of weeks so the next one drops February 24th. There it is. February uh, 24th. But uh, yeah, there's, there's several albums in the works. And cool. what's fun is these days I'm, I'm really branching out as far as genre and doing some different things. So um, the next few months we've got singles coming out, but a lot of, um, a lot of cool stuff I'm, I'm working toward even into uh, 2024. So amazing. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Well, American Idol, Scott McIntyre, 
Again, scottmcintyre.com. Please check out his content and, of course, Enduring Hope, the TV series or TV special, rather, and uh, songsiteretreat.com. Stay tuned for that and please reach out to Scott and their team uh, in regards of the uh, retreat. I promise you it is worth it. Speaking from experience, it is worth it. It was so fun to have you there, Tony. And we got to we got to do this again. We'll make this a periodic conversation because i I love it we we could talk about there's so much more to say (laughs) and i would love it yeah thank, thank you again all right guys scott you have a wonderful rest of your day god bless you man greatnonprofits.org is a 501c3 nonprofit great nonprofits helps people focus on making good giving decisions based on socially sourced feedback and reviews Go to www.greatnonprofits.org and type in your zip code or city to find a charity or nonprofit near you that you can help. 